0: Blog Talk Radio. I can honestly tell you that I was just sitting here and saying to myself, oh, my God, it's like Monday. No, wait, dumbass. It's actually Tuesday. Hi, I'm late, only by a couple seconds here, as usual, but if you follow my show, you already know that I'm perpetually late all the time. So I don't want to keep Nicole waiting too long because she's already waited for, like, forever to get on the show, so we don't want to make this a really big, hyped-up, let's talk about 57,000 things Cindy's doing. However, I do have to make it a point to mention a few couple quick things before we start. So first of all, I want to remind everybody you have probably about a month window left to do my film festival, meaning to submit. That means screenplays, that means web series, music videos, features, shorts, and youth films. $10 youth films, $25 for regular films, $20 for screenplays. Either visit my website, which is artisalivefilmfestival.yolasite.com. Otherwise, go to the Film Freeway site, which is is artisalivefilmfestival. If you watch my social media page, which maybe five of you do, kind of kidding. Um, you would notice that I just announced today that, yes, indeed, I'm being lured into doing a second film festival. And, yes, believe it or not, at a drive-in theater. How exciting is that? Because if you follow Cindy, you already know that I am insanely nuts about those things. So, yes, um, October and November of this year, we're actually doing a secondary outdoor film festival, which means you can come and watch big movies big screen at the drive-in, and we'll actually be streaming it, so you literally can be part of the Q&A process. You can watch the films, the whole nine yards. Oh, my God, I'm too excited. Just read everything I wrote about my posts and everything that's happening as it relates to, um, literally, as it relates to my um, film festival progress. I'm super excited. In case any of you live under a rock, you know I've been talking about this for a while, but my radio show will continue June, July, and um, August, and with any luck at all, by the beginning of September, I'm launching my own network. So if anybody's listening in and you want to have your programming, if you want to do your commercials on my network, if you want to programming, and that includes independent films, that includes talk shows, that includes reality-based programming, you name it, I'm doing it. I mean, I cannot even, I can't even begin to describe how excited and nervous I am all at the same time. So if you know of anyone, if you want to get connected to my network, the actual email address to myself, personal email is cin4251 at gmail.com. Send me a note, send me your clients. send me your information. It's going to be super, super exciting. Um, So I'm really thrilled about that. Last thing I want to do is remind you that, of course, today after Nicole's interview, I'm so excited and I feel really bad because yesterday I actually had Ruth Reen scheduled for yesterday and then I realized, duh, it's Memorial Day. So we're going to do Nicole first Then at 2 o'clock Central Standard Time we'll have Ruth Reen on my show, which I'm so excited to talk to her about her new single. And then of course, you guys, I'm off tomorrow. Can you believe that? I'm already, so two shows today. I'm off on Wednesday, not really off because I'm always doing something, and then I'm back on here with Nicole at 11.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Watch for Nicole Breeski's information. I'll make sure that I post that up sometime tomorrow. And again, that's 11.30 Central Standard Time on Thursday. And then Friday, of course, we finish off the week with Steve Clayton at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, who's a motivational speaker, a.k.a. author as well. So please, if you can't make today's show, make the next two shows, three shows. I don't care as long as you're listening. So, now I'm tired of listening to me, so let's listen to Nicole. Is this Nicole?
1: (laughs) afternoon, it is me. I'm over here just chuckling. Oh. loving it all. Like, oh the drive. I'm like oh my I gosh, love you're that. laughing
0: at me. <laughs> no. I love it how people I'm, come on I'm and they appreciating laugh. Appreciating you and
2: completely. I'm
0: I'm a hot mess. I'm like literally a hot mess all the time. Like everything you hear on my show is just a combination of what goes on in my head and has been for the last hour. Um, I arrived late, but that's that's pretty traditional for me because I'm always doing a hundred too, too many things, and so then I it's have to always one doing...
1: more thing, right? There's always like one more. It thing. It is
0: always <laughs> one more thing. But you're <laughs> one big important thing. And, and first of all, let me personally and publicly apologize because to those of you that are listening, and this has taken us probably three go arounds and three technical issue shows, and oh my god, it's been insane. But I'm here. I showed up. I'm on. I'm almost on time, and I did my homework, so I'm super excited and super intimidated all at the same time.
1: Oh
2: There's my a lot good. to cover, I and I'm really not, afraid of you. Like, no, have I'm, you looked at I'm you? Most have you seen you? <laughs>
0: yeah. Have you looked at uh, you? Yeah, I have in numerous <laughs> places. Okay, so don't start. Let's start right. Let's start right off the bat. First of all, we're Wisconsinites. It took me a while to figure that out. So we live in the same city, and I've never met you. I'm like, what is that? What's
1: happening with that? When, I don't know right? either because when I saw your name, I was like, oh. And, Oh, and she's from Wisconsin. What? Yes, she is. Wow. We can talk the same. We can,
2: same. <laughs> we can relate
0: to I the same it. places and the same stuff. Like, it's like, okay, Like for instance, you guys, Nicole was just at the bird game. I'm so jealous. I haven't even gone to a bird game. I haven't gone in like three years. I'm so mad at myself. I'm like, <gasps> I was so jealous of you sitting in the little glove there. And I'm like, love her, but not really because you get to go and I don't. I know, but true confession word. it's probably
1: been three years since I had gone to a Brewer game. I'm like, why don't I go to more Seriously? Brewer games? I just And it's so fun, and it was great. You know, you just, the, the, is. the sounds, the smells, the the everything. Although, Having not gone in three years, it looks a little different on the inside, though. like, wow, I know they put that in. Oh, oh got look you. at this over here. <laughs> but it was amazing. Oh, I know. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I so love, we lived I
0: love the a- tailgating experience. It's so cool to go there, and, and the team is doing great so far, obviously, and it's something you can take your kids to. You, you know, I, I adult, and then I take my children to as well. So I'm like, okay, how cool is that? First of all, she supports the brewery, so I like her already. Number <laughs> two, you're a fan of Pitbull. And you do day yep. dates. I love that you do day dates and that you like football. I'm like, she's my kind of girl right there.
2: I love that
0: you do a day I love date. It. I can't even get a date, and you do a day date. in the Boston <laughs> Coxville because I can't even get a date this week. So tell us, tell us a bit about that because I'm like, okay, first of all, day dates are so cool, but I don't think people really appreciate the significance to a day date. So I want you to talk a bit about where that came from because I'm totally digging that idea.
2: About the – did you say – I apologize
0: no, 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 that's okay. Not many people I know do day dates. I do day dates. Oh. Like, you know, like
2: when oh, yeah, I yeah. Dates, well, my, we went off to a movie ever.
1: because you know, you got to shake things up a little bit, right? I mean, we get into we're really good about the doing, the doing the things, you know, all the things you have to do, but that can also create, you know, you go through the same pattern every single day. It gets really old. So he was okay. off uh, that day. He said, hey, why don't we what do you got going Wednesday? I said, well, I work for myself, so I'm going to be right. open. We planned a date, and we went to the movie. Had the whole theater to ourselves. because guys, if you can ever go to a movie date during the day, it's like you rent it out. It's like, you know, you got the whole pad. Like, it's your theater. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so we did it. That's what we did. We went off, and, you know, even when my kids were little, we used to do opposite day. Like, shake things up. I was just talking to a client this morning about, Uh, So parenting things and, um, you know, and how we get like they set up systems and routines, right? You get a routine going for your family and then it starts to wear off. Why? Because you get bored. I don't like doing the exact same thing. I love structure. Don't get me wrong. I like structure. We need it. But I don't like doing exactly the same thing every single day. That's called the daily grind. And that's what, you know, what. That's, a, that's not fun. So when you feel like, oh my God, we're doing something special, <laughs> you can create special anytime. And then it it just what it does really is it re it recalibrates and resets your energy. So now you go back to your everyday stuff, the things you have to do because we all that's part of life, right? The doing, the have to doing things. But then. It's more fun, you feel better, you get it done faster. It doesn't take a toll on you. You're more clear minded sure. and like, hey, life is pretty good, you know, so that's that's what day dates do for you <laughs> oh, look I love at that it.
0: and and you know. I have to say, I, I have to admit that when I first looked, I actually thought he was your husband because I see that your status is engaged and I was like if you wouldn't know any better, I would swear that you two look married already. I mean this, this just this really radiant beam you know, across your faces.
1: It's so,
2: so sweet. I mean it told, really we is. forget
0: that sweet. we're
1: not. We forget we're not married ah. sometimes. Like, oh yeah, we should probably do that thing. But now no, I'm not, you know, this was uh, a matter of, I don't know, we're just in that good space. You know, it's in the good space. So it's like other right. people think that too. So you're not. That's funny you said that. Because other people say, "Oh, you know, your husband. Oh, you're not married. No, but that's the good life, right? Everything's the way it's supposed Aww. to be. And it didn't. Okay, so it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't all. You know, you you work at it. I mean, it's not. But that's again day dates and you know noticing when you're getting kind of in the same old, same old or the. You know, right. hey, and he'll say once in a while, we've been kind of doing the same thing. Maybe we should shake it up. Maybe we should go on a
2: to exactly. a, a movie.
1: We should go to or whatever. We should go out to dinner or I don't know whatever it is for you that you know you might like and enjoy. Um, just there's no like you get to create the rules. There's no rules. I, I don't. I
2: mean I'm not one for
1: rules. I like structure, but create fun as you want it. That's that's what I think keeps
2: it I love that answer.
1: On.
0: I do. I love yeah. that answer. And, and I was like, okay, so I have to ask her because um looks like you've engaged a little while. Well. So does that mean that we're going to hear that dun dun dun, dun eventually soon yeah, so in the you near know, future? Because I, guess, I know you am not got making kids.
1: light of marriage or anything, but I did look at him a couple of weeks ago. No, I said, no, no, no. You know, I forget well, I sometimes the, that, yeah, that we're not married. We should probably, so yeah, we're, I would say in the next, uh, we're looking at probably next year. We hadn't. you know there were things so you got to look at again not that marriage was not a priority but we were working great and awesome and there were some other goals and things that we were focused on so we did the things right and prioritized together and um, yeah it'll be something simple though like a destination wedding that'll be it like good you know just celebrating have my sons there it'll be whoever else wants to come I don't know
0: (laughs) that's very very cool I love that well, yeah. the thing is, you've got uh, you've got children, obviously. You've got your sons, which I've seen both of them. And I thought to myself, well, sometimes, because I know I've got older children as well, sometimes they're really lax about it and they're like, okay, mom, as long as you're happy. And then sometimes when you find somebody and it makes you happy, then they're like, oh, mom, you know, they want you to settle down and be happy and all that stuff. So do your sons have any feedback in terms of that or, or, or that relationship? Or is it just kind of like, oh, that's uh, mom's
1: thing? Yeah, it's pretty much they see that I'm happy and that, um we have a a really good life and we've really worked at that and creating that and i have such a um i mean now that my sons are they're, okay they're not all grown up but they're older right and they're older and they're doing their thing and so mm-hmm. if they're happy and i'm happy like it's an exchange right so boys are on point they're on track yeah it's just very um everyone's in a really good place right now so again it's you know, that was focus and really that family support to get everybody there, but they're good. They're like, Mom, you, you know, you're happy, and um, we just stay tight and connected, and I, it's fun to have. I mean, I really miss my boys when they were little, <laughs> that little boy sure. time, but it's amazing to hang out with them as adults and just see see them in their life and what they're doing. That has been of all the things that I've ever worked on or ever been part of, seeing them successful and happy and loving their life that's the that's the big win. that's where you really
2: Aww.
1: like oh that's that's what makes life really good for me and mm-hmm. and really i mean that's what drives you you know to I wanted my boys to see that anything was possible, and
2: sure of course
1: i mean i didn't I wasn't raised in that mindset, I was raised very the opposite you know it was only the other people that everything was possible for and so I had to unlearn that and then redevelop and restructure the way I approach things and so to be able to hand that down that's a great that that feels amazing so yeah they're 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 good they're like happy that
2: I'm happy and
0: And that's awesome, as a matter of fact. I I was taking a look at them, and in case you guys haven't seen it, she's got two beautiful boys, of course, one obviously very heavily involved in football, as I noted, Um, (laughs) and obviously your other child there. So I have to ask... um, I, I do have to ask this question. Tell us a bit about sure. your children because I'm always of the belief that we are only as good as what's around us. And obviously, of course, having the love and support of those that are so close to you is really important. So tell us a bit about them. And then of course, do they fall along the creative side as well? Because mom does all these very cool creative things. So I'm curious about them outside of what I already know.
1: Yeah. So it's fun. My, um, you know, as parents like to say, my kids are like night and day and yet there's so many things about them that are similar um, they're both very intuitive, so uh, uh-huh. I. They're, they have always been creative, but in different ways. Um, and my oldest, Nick, he's the football player out in Colorado.
3: He's, yeah.
1: I mean, the thing I would always hear about him, he is just the nicest. He's the nicest. Like in high school, he's Aww. the nicest kid in school, you know, and that's still true. And great with people. People love to be around him. Um, so he's really, and my youngest is a salesman, so he's out selling cars and loves it. He they both love being around people um and helping people to a certain so I think sure. their their creative sides are developing. Um but oh,
2: nice. I,
1: I was the I was the mom that made them watch The Secret when it first came out. <laughs> they were like, What is ah. this? And then as they grew up that was that was our developing kind of language was about intuition, trusting yourself and um
2: We. Nice
1: really focus more on experiences together than we ever did on like I don't know gifts or presents that was the gift was to be together so I think that really helped um, hmm. my youngest Dustin he um he was always making things he could create something out of nothing like he could take a cardboard box and make this 3d so yeah I think they they're both very creative and the way that they perceive life, the way that they approach things and see things is always from that. Now, how do I make this work? How am I going to get this done? How hmm. do I get from here to there instead of I'll never get from here to there? Or, right. you know, they. that is, I mean, that is creativity at its finest, right? You're at this point in your life and you think, ooh, I really want that. How am I going to get from here to there? That's where you get creative, and you, st- and the more that you sort of lighten up about it and have more fun in your life, that puts you in that creating, that that powerful creating mode, right? Where you start, I exactly. just ah, start right people, or, and that's really why they are where they are in their lives right now, because of that. So yeah, they they have very nice. They're, they're just, I mean, you know, I could go on all day about my boys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, you could. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, uh, it could we all, though it's like one of those topic. things and
0: uh, is there a is there an age difference because one looks so younger than the older because I was looking at them and I'm like one's got to be a little bit young I mean they look close in age but you know because as, yeah, as I years. know I'm almost oh okay gotcha because I'm 48 I'm almost 50 and my oldest son is 25 and my daughter's 22 uh, so I was like okay they must be comparative I'm guessing yeah you're telling
1: me about his mom's were there yeah three years they uh I don't know about yours. Did yours go through the in and out, like get along, get away, get along? No, they always got along, but, you
0: know. Yeah, (laughs) without a doubt, absolutely. And now it's more like I I love you and I miss you and that sort of thing, but I don't think it's ever outwardly spoken as far as that goes. Plus, you know, when it comes to, and I'm not going to lie to you, one of them in particular has a love life that's a little ridiculous, and the other one, well, she was engaged at 19, and I'm like, seriously? 19. I'm like, you're in college and you're engaged. And then the other one has, has met this, this woman. So it's the love life. That's, for mom, it's always a struggle of, are you okay? What if school doesn't go right? Are they going to be able to take care of themselves? And what's up with their right. love life? Those are like the big things with me. I'm like, I worry about that stuff all the time. But otherwise, no, they have a great relationship. I think it's that they struggle with me sometimes. They're too much like me sometimes. That's what I say. Like when they <laughs> get stubborn.
1: A lot. Then I'm upset. like, yeah,
0: they get that from me yay, right. not really, but you know what I mean it's one of those things yeah. Yeah. I would joke they
1: can't them. say I'm fine to me and if they don't mean it because I'll know Right. I'll just go. Exactly. That's just that.
0: <laughs> and, because it's like, what do you mean yeah. you're fine? Then you got to delve more and then you're like, what do they need and what's going on? No, I totally know what you mean. But they are absolutely adorable. And and I was like, oh, yeah. look at those boys. And you can just see again the love resonating through your eyes. I mean, it's clear that there's love all over this household, which is so touching to me. I couldn't even, I can't believe it. And I see that you reside in Hartford, that's probably part of the reason why we've never met one another unless you come in the city because I'm all city girl. So for me, you know, going out to Slinger, or Hartford. I've been out there, you know, a couple of times, don't get me wrong. Like, people have to invite me. Like, if you invite, like, if you said we're having wine, yeah, I'm there. Or if you said that we're going out to some sort of, you know, author thing or whatever, yeah. of course I'd go out there. You know, it's one of those things. But uh, to you folks that don't know, like, See, I, this I live is in the city. I noted, I now
1: know this. Wine, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, number one, I... wine.
0: Number two, cute boys. Oh, I didn't say that. I'm on an anti boy thing lately, men thing lately. Um, and number three, usually it has something to do with writing. It has something to do with film, because I'm very big on independent film now, so that sort of stuff. And I'm always big on um, campfires. I do like to be outside in the fire, as far as that goes. And I know Hartford is really a beautiful place. I did used to have family out there. So it is. I'm not boy I- it, necessarily, but it is beautiful. She lives in a beautiful place, guys, just so you know. And what's even cooler about her, get this, she loves my favorite movie the whole wide world, The Notebook. Which at this rate I'll never be getting, but I'm trying. And she loves Elizabeth Gilbert, which who is hands down, e pray, oh, love. I mean, literally, totally my, my life the goosebumps every week. It comes right is eat, now. Yes. Right. My life is was that. One, That's one of those totally pivotal
1: times in my life. Thank you, universe, exactly. for that. We'll be dropping it in my lap. I'm like, life could Bam. be like that. What? Right. I'm doing it. Like, let's just do this. You know, that, I mean that's exactly. that's what they're for. Movies are to inspire you to to take the take the action, like take take to the steps, and you know, exactly. I mean, wouldn't it be awesome in real life though if the music queued at just the right time and stuff when you really need
2: it? Like, I need it a moment right now. It does in my right head. Now. Yes, it does exactly. exactly. In my head, I'm like, I'm like, it, it is
0: right now. Yeah, I've, I, I, I am going to this. This, yeah.
2: Well, because
1: the, you know, in real life with whatever, with clients or whoever I'm talking to or if I'm doing these. That's what movies are for. You would never – you know, sometimes you're at a point in your life where you're like, oh, I don't know if I can go on like this. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know. That's where the music would cue, and you would pivot, right? And you go, wait a minute. I, I'm not staying here because you wouldn't pay good money for a movie if she never went on the trip. Oh, sure. Like she never, you know, she just thought about it. You just watched a lot of scenes of her thinking about it. You wouldn't, you'd be like, what is this movie? This is, no. You go because. Oh, my God you know that you're going to go through this experience. You're going to start here. You're, they're going to take you down, and they're going to bring you back up, and you're you're going to lean in, and you're going to get that. That's, that's what I think, you know, that's what life should feel like. But we go through a series of, right, we're like the Star Wars series. Like there's not just one. There's going to be, you know, it's ongoing, right? There's another one and another one. And sure. that's so, you know, no matter where you are on your journey, you have to look at it and say, what well, part of this? What scene am I in right now, and what do I want the next one to be like? And, but yes, I love those movies. I am, I am. I raise my hand always. I'm a proud crier because I'm a sensitive, and I get really engaged in my movies. It's an experience. It's not just a movie. <laughs> you know, that's
0: listen to her. Um, that's so that's cute. And I had to bring that up because, yeah, most of us, I think, at some point in time, go through some form of enlightenment. So I think Elizabeth Gilbert really portrays that very well on screen. Oh, so I was yeah. really impressed by that. And just so you know, I pay attention. So I've seen you change your hairstyle. Her updos. I love it. <laughs> one day she's got it one way, one day she's got it the next day. So it's always got to be different, just like her nail color is on and off and on and off. I'm a journalist, so we pay we'll attention to all these little cool things.
1: Some form of glitter always, at all times. It's right. That's right. But it
0: is different, though. But you got to change do it up. You fluctuate, you go back and forth. Plus yeah. your facial expressions. That's the other thing. I don't know if you ever watch yourself, because I never listen to myself, but your face, on and off, on and off. She's got all this stuff going on. I'm telling you, folks, see, this is how whack I am. I've so gotten into my job that these are all the things that I pick out. But there's reasons for that. Um, it teaches me a lot of what I don't know about someone I've never met. You know what I mean? Because when people right. come on my show, I don't know anything about them. I have to research them. I have to find out um, certain things. And just so you know... I'm a little bummed about this. I did reach out to your kids to get feedback about you, but unfortunately, neither one of them got back to me. So we don't have any feedback from your kiddos. They but I did didn't. Have, my feeling is they never said no, anything. No, they did not. I wonder if they. Well, the, well, maybe they just healthy? didn't see it. And I'm like, a good journalist always goes to the family because the reality of the situation is oh, who's going to be the family. Oh, because they would have, have totally been all over friends.
2: that. <laughs> I would be well, curious. I'm sure, they would what have. have.
0: But that's okay. Uh, we're I listening wonder... to you guys, so if you ever want to let me know, you feel free to, to engage. I mean, I don't think <laughs> I'll never not talk to Nicole again, so I'm sure they can let me know at some point. Um, so, I the know, reason I'm that we're going to through... exactly all this personal stuff that goes on is part of the show is about your personal life, and obviously, of course, part of it is about your professional life and some of the things that you do. So, we're going to jump around a little all over the place and talk about some of the things you used to do, and then we'll talk about, obviously, some of the things that you do right now. Now, one of the oh, things that I found interesting about you is. In the beginning, you and I have the same start, believe it or not, and, and I don't mean the same capacity, but ages ago, you used to work as a service manager for a car dealership, and <laughs> I did customer service for complaints for an automotive. I worked for the Hyzer Automotive oh, Service. That see? was my first job yes. out of high school was that. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, she used to do that. Then uh-huh. you went to go work for Northwestern Mutual. In the marketing department, I always wanted to work for Northwestern Mutual. Now, that must have been an experience because they're a highly accredited company. So tell me a bit about that. What was that like working for such a huge corporation?
1: Well, and interesting, I was recruited by one of my, my Volvo customers who, work, who <laughs> worked for Northwestern Mutual. So he made an offer. It sounded interesting. I made the change, and it, it was the best money education I ever had because you don't really get you think you get that like save your money sure. pay your bills that's not money education right so going into sure. that organization and it it was an interesting interview process as well and the reason that I got hired was the gentleman that I was interviewing with he took me to his upper management boss right and the big question that I that put me through the door was if you had to spend an entire day on a fishing boat would you take her and he said yes He said, yeah, I would totally take her with me because, you know, you're stuck out on a boat for the entire day. Who do you want to be out there with? And I thought, oh, my God, that's kind of a good question for dating, friends, (laughs) you know, would you, (laughs) right? It's like a road trip. Would you want a road trip with this person? Um, So, yeah, so it was so interesting. And you really, you are, uh, you're trained. You go through um, a lot of role playing, which was huge the piece that I really loved about it was the coaching aspect of course because you know coach coach at heart right and helping people and sure. really looking at um, and it wasn't that people had not approached in the past about finances and your I mean I'm going to say it whole life insurance isn't that exciting uh, that's not exciting oh,
2: yeah. your
1: whole life yeah. it's about your whole life right it's where are you going right. in this life what do you want to where do you want to Not just where do you want to end up, because you know no matter what age you are. But yeah, the company itself was um, really amazing. The person, the gentleman that I worked with and wound up assisting, then so he did the financial end, and I helped him with a lot of uh, approaching people and connecting with people and doing client appreciation events, and which I love. Any, I mean, if you study me at all, you'll see party everywhere because that's where the magic happens when you're having fun. And so it was a fun way to work with someone who, a um, lot of integrity. You know, it was just it was a great experience. I, I oh, learned it very changed in a positive way. I, it's, I That's mean, it was awesome. yeah, yeah, nothing. Yeah, I I'm totally ever jealous about that. And then it what does she do? She
0: flips over and she works as a senior <laughs> director for the New Perspective Senior Living. I'm like, talk about whack, right? She's yep. in the automotive. She goes to Northwestern. Now she flips on over to senior living. Talking about let's wake up today and do something a little different. Oh my god, really?
1: So no, that's sad. It that was interesting. That I missed my grandparents, and
3: yeah. this opportunity
1: came up, and I thought, wow. And talk about. I mean, I went from you know my grandparents had passed years before. I went, so I went from sure. no grandparents here to. Oh my God so many they were it was it was like that was also life changing not just because I worked with seniors but I also worked um, I worked for an organization really that was all about and still is that is there is helping seniors live life on purpose well, hi any age live life on purpose otherwise why get up in the morning you, there's nothing to get up for right so you have to create this purpose sure. so it was really fun and sure. interesting but I also worked with um the families right of our our residents and memory care, and so looking at um, studying and learning about Alzheimer's and stress, and um, you know, creating this ex- again, it's all about creating an experience that you love and enjoy. Sure. That um, that's still and the love, like they were just, but it was so funny to me that no matter your, no matter our age, no matter what part of life we're in it's still the same. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still the same what people talk about. It's still the same. Um, I mean, stress, a little different, right? But yeah, that was, mm-hmm. that was the most amazing and life-changing. Every experience, every job I've had has been life-changing because I took those lessons with me. Like I bring that all forward. And what I oh, realized and why I actually left there was I love what I'm doing. It is so fulfilling. I feel amazing. I want to help people live life on purpose sooner. So that when they reach this part of their life they go, Yep, because right. that's what I noticed. Many of the seniors I worked with, I had a beautiful life, I had an amazing life, I had an amazing family, I did the things I wanted to do, and then there were some that didn't have those those same stories, right? They didn't create the experiences that they could look oh, back nice. and say, That was worth it. That's that's what I, I thought. I just there's more there's more for me to do in this world. So I moved forward from that and um and wanted to make a a difference in another way. But, oh, my God, so fun. It was still, it was, I mean, it was just amazing. I just, I can't even think of one day that I went there that I wasn't laughing or smiling or (laughs) just fun, just fun. That's, it was all about, I was the fun planner. I tell my team, look, our job is to be the sunshine in the building. You bring sunshine wherever you go. And if you're doing that, you're having a good day. See, that's the fun thing, right? You bring the sunshine, but you actually get to have a great, amazing day and experience. So, um, yeah, I work for some really amazing companies and organizations with people that really care. It's just it's incredible.
0: That was weird. Did you notice that? I just got cut off of my own show. Oh, I was literally oh. listening to you, then you were gone. Can you hear me now? I can way, hear
1: oh you now. God.
2: I thought I got really quiet. I was like, I'm going to just keep, I
0: don't know if she's just really no, listening. No, it this <laughs> happened. I literally got cut out of my own show. I wasn't kidding you. you. See what I'm talking about? Oh, I can't wait to go to television. This is so frustrating for me because I'm right in the middle of a of a thought with somebody and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, there they are, completely gone. Ugh. <laughs> but I'm back. Okay, so that's the important thing is that you have me back now, which is good. Um, yes. And the reason I asked you about the, the former employment is just because I, I've always said this or so I've come to embrace this. Life is really about living in all forms, and I think when you're, when you're living your reality 100%, whatever it is, I don't think people always live their real reality until they get to a certain age. Like I said, when I was like 40-something, that's when I really started living. I think you really don't come to that essence of being in enlightenment until a certain age, and you have to discover that sometimes with help. Sometimes it comes all on your own, obviously. But I figured those are really neat experiences because I'm like, you look like the kind of girl that would have bounced around here, there, and everywhere, tried out a little bit of something till something fit for you, which I I wholeheartedly advocate. I think that's awesome, as a matter of fact. And how cool are you? I Googled you, and one of the many, many things that I found, folks, is at one time she had actually put together a GoFundMe account for a single mother in need. How sweet is that? I'm like, yeah, that Aw, a moment.
1: uh. that that. Again, one of those, one of those experiences that I don't. You know, you just get an idea. You're like, I just have to do something. And so, when I set that up, I had never. I don't know. I never set one of those. Somebody donated a car. We had money. We had. They had an amazing Christmas. It was amazing to me how strangers, people from Australia, donated money. It was incredible. And that. That's why in okay, so we're in this thing called business, right, and we have these businesses that we run, but it's not. It's about people, and it's, it's about things that are bigger than life. And that to me was like, that's why you build a platform. That's why you want to get in front of people, because I would have never reached someone in Australia to donate for a family in Waukesha, Wisconsin. What? Like, that's because of the the relationships, the community building, the, you know, giving to others, too, right? I love showing up and doing things. Things like anything that can just brighten someone's world. Like we all have rough spots. I had a client this morning. She said, "You know, in this business, and I, she's trying to start her own business and getting on that path." And she said, "And I just, I get kind of, it's kind of scary." And I, I just wrote her back in parentheses, "I still get scared too sometimes." She was like, "That spoke to my soul." Like we all have our moments where we're too far in our head and the squirrels are chattering in there, and right. But that experience, I felt like. That's what made Christmas Christmas. You know, that was I mean just I just felt blessed to be able to I didn't know what was gonna you don't know when you start something where if it's gonna happen or oh, what's boy. gonna happen or but people were sharing and contributing and donating, mailing gifts and it it was really it was fun to be part of that moving
0: without a doubt. And and it speaks testaments or, or I always say the truth to a person, the real truth to a person is the things that they do without accepting all these accolades or asking for all these accolades. It just comes to them naturally. They do what they feel is right. And then recognition comes. And so that's so sweet to see that. And I'm very much the same way, actually another similarity we have Speaking of similarities, I'm telling you you must be related to me because we have another similarity. I turns like out met at some point.
1: <laughs> I know one of those things knows each freaky.
0: other, but we
2: don't. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: it well. And you're the better looking of us. Yeah. Yay and center. I'm like, whatever. Have you looked at me? Okay, that says it all right there. Um, so now Girl, just see you folks no. <laughs> know. We have both we have both been guests on the Morning Blend. I did not realize that until actually the other day. I, I had it finally done my final prep because wow. I would do the final prep and did I miss anything? So you and I have both been on the Morning Blend. I really I enjoyed that experience. Them. I they do are, love them. And they're yeah. very sincere and very sweet. And their studio is so cute, folks, because like when I went to New York and I went to the Harry Connick show – Way different set. I mean, that's much bigger, much over the top, you know, the whole nine yards. They have a very yeah. cozy, very intimate setting. They have a really super nice team, but like behind the scenes that takes care of you. I'm oh my sure you'll that. There. It's just lovely. Yeah.
1: We can it's hug. Awesome. She's like, You've been back so many, we can hug. I am a hugger, so you know, oh, like you and she's I are a hugger. In person. Yes. I you I'd be like, yes. Bring it in, girl. We're gonna Hugging hug. Hugging is so cool. Yeah. Exactly.
0: It so I'm like, we've yeah. both been on the Morning Blend. One of us has wanted to be on Bold TV. I don't know how you got on Bold TV, because one, number one thing I hear all the time from people is, and, and I do PR too, everybody's like, how do you get on this Bold TV? Because it's like some mystery. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think anybody I know has gotten on Bold TV but you. So I don't know if there's some magic with that, seriously, because I'm like, I don't know, can't get on the show. Yeah,
1: honestly, I Must did, be
0: some big thing.
1: It was... Uh I can give credit all for that to my uh to Mindy, my PR. Well, that's how we connected. She connected us as well. Yeah. So she yeah,
2: just she, she goes,
1: "Hey, want to go to New York?" and <laughs> "Sure." I just wrote cuz this was just say yes. That's all. Just start saying yes. I know it sounds like a movie that was done speaking of movies, but it's true. And right. you know, as much as I laugh at that movie cuz we do sound like that when we talk all positive, but that's what makes the magic happen. Magic doesn't happen from oh. pulling away and saying, "No, let me think about it. I'm not sure. Oh, mm, I'll get back to you." No. Just say, let's see where it goes." And it turned out to be a trip with, you know, friends, and they were on the same show. It was just it was such a great experience. My cousin lives in New York, from Wisconsin. She moved there, like what? And ah. you wouldn't even know if she was ever from Wisconsin. Like, she's amazing. I just, I to uh, see her in action, I was like, this is cool. You know, New York, different That That is
0: very stuff. cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, I was just in New York last week. As a matter of fact, I just got back Oh, home. I was working there. And so I'm eventually moving there, too. So I, I'm on the opposite side of you, and, like, I can't get out of here fast enough. Like, I can't move to New York quickly enough. It's hard to... Because I'm more entertainment structured, so of course everything I do is film, TV, et cetera. So it's kind of like it's been hard to build a base in the Midwest, you know sure. what I mean? So New yeah. York City is just oh, easier. I mean, oh, it definitely my first is. And so, of course,
1: here. Oh, really? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, Seriously. in 2006, people were like, a coach, I don't, what's a, what? A, a life coach? What's that? That was before there were TV shows, and, you know. They oh, really? No, like, I
0: get it. What I do people totally need do. a life
1: coach for? <laughs> You know, look, I need a
0: lot of life yeah. coaching things. Thank you very much. Most of us actually <laughs> do if we sat thought about it long enough. And now get this. Oh, okay, yeah. another similarity. This is freaking me out. Of course, you've done. she's done Fox 6 Real Milwaukee, of course, and as well as she has been on the cover of Spiritual Badass Magazine, and rightly so, I have to say, along with Go With Your Gut, and we've both done Badassery Magazine. Thank you very much. I mean, there are too many parallels here. I'm starting to get freaked out. Like, are you sure your last name isn't Mish after all? Because I'm like, seriously, all this simultaneous stuff is like freaky, and we both live in the same state right now, and, and we both. Well, I was told very recently, someone very dear to me said, you realize that you're not coming to fruition with your intuition and your empath abilities. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Because I didn't believe her years ago. Like, years ago, she's like, you'll know. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you'll know. Just wait. And I'm like, what? And then you know how it is where you're, like, sitting around and you're waiting. Like, literally, like, I'm like, okay, is this going to happen? Like, what's going on with (laughs) this? And sure enough, it started to happen. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, folks, just you know, and and I assume that, of course, Nicole is an empath as well. Mm -hmm. the one thing I tell people all the time is being an empath is extremely complicated. I don't even know how else to, to describe it. It, It's a blessing and a curse to feel so much for so many all of the time. I think it's, it's
2: very, very difficult.
1: However, so there's what I call an aware and I, and I put an empaths. So you're an aware empath or you're not aware. And so being an aware empath also means because I'm a, because I get it, so I'm not disagreeing. However, imagine this. You get to a point where being an empath actually makes your life easier. Like, here's Hmm. what I can say about you. You, as an empath, are so gifted at, one, making someone feel super amazing about themselves, might I add, making people feel really welcome, Being able to tune in and tap in, finding similarities, finding – that's what makes you so amazing at what you do, and people love coming on your show and have an amazing experience because that's your gift. And so, you know, being an empath really means that, oh, you're so good at reading people, and you can um, acclimate to a room really easy. You can, what they call maybe, Mm -hmm. work a room, right? So I love helping – because it wasn't always that way for me. Exactly what you described, feeling way too much all the time, told I was too sensitive. Don't be so sensitive. Yeah. Why are you still thinking and feeling about that? Why do you even let that bother you? I would joke if I had a dollar for all of those, I would have bought my island by now. But, you know, the. <laughs> but the, and then I started to realize, all right, hang on a minute. Am I the only one that's like, how could I be? Because that's what you think then, right? So you are not starting on a confident note. If you're like, I'm too sensitive, why am I like that? I shouldn't be like that. All these people are normal, but not me. Nope, I'm just sensitive. (laughs) And instead, (laughs) you start to realize, wait, (sighs) all right, if my philosophy says, and it does, that I was created on purpose and for great, to, you know, accomplish great things, and and I have value, and then I couldn't have been created, and I was created like whatever your beliefs are right but bigger power likeness god whatever you want to describe it as in your language then how how did i i'm not messed up i'm not so i just started to look at it from different things doing my research learning my things right all the things and sure voila you can master your energy you can i practice expansion not i'm not about setting boundaries and all that stuff because i think that's a lot of work but if you focus inward like inside out then you can show up you can Oh, it's like sometimes I joke. I really am in my own lo- in my own world because that's I'm practicing from the inside out. What kind of experiences do you want to have, and then who do you want and need to be to have those experiences? I I joke that I'm an introvert gone rogue because that wasn't working for me anymore. So being introverted, that doesn't the you know the way it's defined and the way a lot of people feel yes. about it. Um, instead, I love. Pe- I really love people. I love helping people. I love connecting and, well, introverted, pulling back, being really reserved. That doesn't tend to, and I'm not, again, this, I'm an introvert, so I was joke. If I'm something, yeah. then I get to say what I want about it, right? And it's not uh, directed at anyone. This is from my perspective. But I started to realize that that definition wasn't creating the experiences I wanted and i i wanted to be more involved in the world i want to be more involved in causes and helping more people and um and sh- and shining a message because i was always feeling like i used to joke i was the alien from another planet because i just didn't feel like i ever fit in um you know the you're like the odd duck you're like the what's with you or How come they don't get it? They don't see what I see. Do you ever have that feeling where you're like, you don't see that, you're not getting that? No. Okay. All right. It's just me. (laughs) But (laughs) now I get to like connect with amazing, cool people like you, and and this whole community of, um, you know, you just sort of put that calling out there and that invite, and and I'm all inclusive, so I love the invitation to for everyone to feel welcome instead of feeling the excluded, odd duck out, whatever. yeah, I mean, another topic that just, that that was, that really changed so many things, so many things.
0: Um, oh, I believe that, definitely, without a doubt. In fact, I also noticed, I found this interesting because... You obviously are in Wisconsin, so we would all assume that your primary client base, which is true, it would appear that your primary client base is in Wisconsin, (laughs) but yet you do work with outside areas, so it's possible, because I saw that you have this entire area where people can have a 30-minute chat with you, where you actually structure it on your site, where people can actually pick a specified time and have that 30-minute time block with you, no matter where they are, and I'm assuming that means internationally as well?
1: Yes. Yes. Gosh, Canada, Ah. Germany, Italy, uh, Australia, it's I mean it, that I love technology <laughs> I love it times lot right? you know we work with it but um but yeah technology and and here's what I found th- does not matter where uh yeah it's interesting right that actually a lot of my client base is everywhere but Wisconsin but um but that's not to say uh-huh. hey if you're here that you know if you're here we sure. actually meet can meet in person too so it's fun but um but no matter where you are on the planet this is the one there's something common that I've found. And that is that we all have this ability to create a scenario in our mind where, where things don't work out. (laughs) Like we stress, like raise your hand if you are stressed about something that's never happened yet. Like it hasn't happened, but you feel like it has, you feel the fear or you feel the anxiety or right. And that is across the globe that people have that experience. But that's the creativity part. You can also create experiences in your mind the way you want them to happen. It shifts your energy, your presence, how you show up, and now kabam. <laughs> wow, look at my life. This is so cool. It's so amazing. I love this. And um and so that's you know, just teaching that process to bring people into a better feeling space, what I call the sweet spot, right? Where you're in the sweet spot where you're not stressed, not worried. I love that. Yeah. You're just
2: Exactly.
1: Wow, this is the life. Sweet spot. And, and yeah, and partying with spirit, like where, where you just – I mean, think about the best party you've been at. It doesn't have to be a big bash, not even, right? It could be the small, like, circle of people just having the best conversation. Maybe you're sipping wine. Maybe you're having the best snacks. It just – you, like, what? Is there a world going on right now? I don't even know because I'm in this sweet spot with – that's creating experiences like that over and over and over and over again. So that, when life – Sometimes throws that at you, and it gets a little raw, or it gets real. You right. you have that resilience, and you you know that you have what it takes to move through it without all the bumps and bruises, and and you know the that you're just like with ease and grace. I move through my life, and I create these experiences to replenish and refresh, and remind myself that life is really good. I am surrounded by amazing people, or um, you know, that I can handle what comes my way. That—that's the Russian charge. I mean, that's the the movies we pay for. <laughs>
2: that's the exactly. right. Oh
0: yes, I, I mean, agree. As a matter of fact,
2: yeah. No. So,
0: I want to tell you folks about the person I'm talking to because she has so many titles, I don't even know which one to give her. So we'll eventually get one here in the next 20 minutes or so. Now, I know, and I specified this when I put my description up today, I said that one of your major goals is to teach others to live their life, um, their best possible life, free from reservation or any form of regret, which you would refer to as a peak performer, of course. So um, talk to me a little bit about when people first come to you and they want to be their best selves. Do you find oftentimes that their number one, and I see this a lot, is the number one roadblock is generally those things, meaning reservations, regrets, fears, failures, self-inflicted doubt, things like that. What's the number one factor do you think that people need to drop in order to become their better selves?
1: Oh, such a goosebumps up one side and down the other. Such an amazing question. People come to me and they think, I can't do it because I've never done it before. I can't do it because I failed at it 10 times already. I can't. And all of the experiences you've had, this is what I love to do, is repurpose and redefine those experiences, repurpose that energy, because there's such golden nuggets in all of those. So it's not a matter of, I know people say, just let your past go and do all that. But really, if it's still hanging on, Like, if there is a memory you can go to or a feeling about something in your life where you're like, oh, I really regret that, or I I feel so embarrassed about that, or, oh, I could never try that again because what would everyone think is another thing, right? The they, you know, what will they say? Who is they? What will they say? What will they think?
2: But I love making...
1: Those experiences have all gifted you with something. If it is still showing up as a feeling like a yuck or a pain in your stomach or I should have said this, but I didn't, you know, one of those things and you replay it or you just you just try to go. Yeah, I just don't go there. I, I don't need to think about that. Like, no, no, nope, nope. I don't need that anymore. Or I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like I was to the F word, you know. And so those things, though, those are those are golden nuggets, and they're really they're holding for you these life lessons that are going to actually catapult you into exactly where you're meant to be. Look, we have to have these experiences in order. Um, there, there's two things, right? You're born with gifts, like the gifts I was talking about with you earlier, and how great you are with sure. people and. We're gifted with things. There's a gift package that you came with, okay? That's a matter of teaching. I love teaching people how to activate that, put it into motion, use it in your life. But then there's also this collection of what I was describing of all of your experiences, not all of them, really pertain to where you're going but some of them will continue to bubble up to the surface just when you're doing so good and you're like oh I was doing so good why did that come up again that's your intuition's way of saying this my dear you're ready you're ready to relearn and repurpose this this is you're strong enough now you're ready for this you need this lesson now right and so helping you reshape those experiences because they make they make an imprint I know we call them memories, Mm -hmm. but they make an imprint in your energy and they're driving your beliefs and your behavior as you show up in life. So to be able to take Uh something that feels like ugh and you repurpose it and you're like, Oh hot damn yes, that's why that happened. Oh my God, that's what it taught me. That's why it was perfect for me. This is what I learned from it. This is why I'm still so strong and resilient. I wouldn't be who I I know we say, I wouldn't be who I am today without those experiences. However, those experiences are still gnawing at your gut, right? So then it hasn't been repurposed right. yet. That is oh, that's so fun for me and I so you know, my clients like to say I make sense of nonsense. Like I don't know. What do I do with this? This is so messy, and it's ugh, and I don't want to, and it's not just talking about it. It's really a different experience and and taking you as an observer through your life. And it's sort of like, you know, creating your own life library and throwing the rest away. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's that's really where people come in. They feel pre-defeated. Like, I'm already defeated. I can't do this look I mean I have this look they'll say oh you have your hands full with me and I kind of chuckle I go no no (laughs) no like the more you bring and the more open you are about it and don't worry it's all safe and I actually make it fun then the faster you're it I get to be like the turbo button you like you work with me then we push that button and you go and you take (laughs) off right instead of trying to run dragging all this stuff with you it's um but yeah, yeah that's That's really why I think people – we're so critical of ourselves. And really the collective, though, of those critical voices in your head are not actually you. It's not your higher self. Your higher self would never talk to you that way. It's a collective of opinions and feelings and other people's stuff that we've picked up unknowingly, whatever. We pick it up along the way. The important thing is you just get rid of it. I always say "I I don't care who said it and I don't care why. What do you believe? What do you want? What is what is it that you really want? Clear everybody else out. Forget the they. You. Mm-hmm. What do you? Oh, if it was just up to me, well then I would want this, and then it's all fun. See, so sure. yeah, that's. Uh, I love that. Just,
0: I absolutely love yeah. that. Now listen to this, folks. It gets a little more complex because when I talk to people like you, because I've interviewed other people like you, it's very confusing to me because I, I call myself um, the. <laughs> When we talk about life coaches, I always say, I'm life coach stupid, and I really am, because some of these terms that I'm going to use right now, folks, you've probably never heard, because I've never heard of them before, so I'm like, what? She's like, oh, I can do this and this, and I'm like, what? So, there's four terms here. First of all, intuition training. I can assume, so that's one. Self-empowerment practice is another. Emotional reeducation and mindset mastery. I'm like, wow, she's either a wizard or really wise person. <laughs> It knows a lot of badass stuff. So please, if you would, talk about those skills. Tell your audience um, what each of these means, of course. And and in a perfect world, if someone comes to you and they say, I want to be able to embrace all of these various things, I want to go through this process and, and experience these, typically how long do you work with a client um, to get through these various things?
1: Sure. First thing I say is forget Everything you've ever learned, no, I'm just kidding. forget that you've ever been told that it's hard because a lot of people think change is hard uh it's really hard. It can take a really long time. look, I've been this way my whole life that's what they will say I've been this way my entire life. You've got your hands full, but look, you know, breaking down all of those things they all mean pretty much the same thing, new perception, you just need a new perspective on things, okay, so if you're having this perception of life that it's hard, change is hard, how will I ever um uh, Read off the, like the first one with intuition training. Okay. You can Google intuition. That's awesome. That's great. Sure. What I love to teach you is how your intuition speaks with you, how it communicates with you, the way that it signals you, the way it like a lot of people having, um, unfortunately, millions and millions are diagnosed with, and no, I don't diagnose people, so I'm not into that, but anxiety. Sure. Well, intuition can use your anxiety as a tool. Emotional re-education means that, because if you look at, Popular belief is, ooh, you have anxiety, that's bad. Actually, I like to think, thank goodness, I have anxiety because now I know my intuition is telling me something's not right. It's educating you that your emotions, every single one, and we all have, no matter who we are, we all have the same stream and range of all these emotions. How they show up, though, very personal. So one, it's teaching you the language of your very own intuition based on your very own life experiences when your intuition showed up as a no and you didn't listen when your intuition showed up as a yes and you didn't listen right and vice versa and when you didn't so you really get the feel of oh my god because the magic is intuition Always working 24-7, never shuts down. However, there are things that can interfere with that. Those are the things I teach you about, right? Lack of awareness, distractions, mm-hmm. sure. flat-out ignoring it. Then the education about emotions, the reason I say that is because there are way too many people that are – taking pills to get rid of their emotions that are very valuable and needed to guide them on their emotional feeling scale. Uh, If you can learn how to identify, Ooh, this emotion showing up. I don't, they're not all fun to feel. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and say, yay, anxiety. But if it shows up, there's a reason. It's not just because you're you're not broken. Nothing wrong with you. you. It's just learning the language. Hey, this emotion's showing up. Where's it? Where's it stemming from? What was I thinking about, or not? Or am I an empath yeah. and I'm picking up another? Right. The mindset mastery. Can we just get over the fact that don't ever like this whole like stop negative thinking. Good luck. Okay. That's the way the brain's wired. Who cares? I don't care that you have negative thoughts. I care if you believe them. What I help my clients do is really understand that when a thought is showing up and actually using, if I'm having negative thoughts popping in, popping in, popping in, and now they're creating because the thought creates an emotion, emotion manifests physically in the body, now I'm feeling it, right? So every emotion is a physical component. Oh, I can use that intuitively to guide myself to a better feeling space with a better feeling thought right, I can focus, I can think with intention, instead of just sitting in this pool of negative thoughts and believing them because I'm thinking them, right, they must be true, no, don't believe everything you think, and so that's the process, at first I call it, it's a little clunky, but you learn it, you identify it, and instead of just noticing that you feel like crap, you notice that you notice, so, you can adjust. It's one of our popular things in my community. <laughs> notice what you notice and yeah. adjust. Don't just notice it and think you're stuck with it. Oh, sure. I have anxiety. Yuck. No, oh, wait. I'm feeling kind of anxious when I hang out with this person who I thought was my friend. But if I were to really notice that I notice I feel anxious when I hang out or I'm dating this person, maybe my intuition's saying, this person's not for you. And I move along and I go, oh, here's this other beautiful person. I feel so calm and amazing and I feel empowered, mm-hmm. right? And the whole package, all wrapped in one, is the empowerment practices. What are you doing every day? How are you starting your day? Is it with the sleep button five times? And I know a lot of people talk about this, but this is really about what we talked about earlier. You create a pattern. Let's say, oh, I'm going to journal in the morning. Then I'm going to do my meditation. Or I'm going to exercise. And then all of a sudden it starts getting kind of like, ah, I'm going to do it tomorrow. You're kind of bored with it. Right? So how do you then change it up to keep your energy fresh, to keep your approach fresh, to um, do things <laughs> that are good? I, here's what I love. The brain also does not like to quit. If I say don't think of a pink elephant, don't think of a pink elephant. No matter what you do, don't think of a pink elephant. There he is. He pops in. But instead, looking at, instead of quitting things in my life, like I need to quit eating unhealthy to lose weight, or what could I add? i we're expansive beings. We're not restrictive beings. We don't like to quit things. Okay. So what can I add to my life that I like and enjoy? That's good for me. I can add more veggies. I can add more movement. I can add more positive people. I can, um, I can add more journaling or whatever, blank, make a big long list. Right. So if you're always adding, and you're showing up for yourself, telling yourself what you need to hear. You're focusing on what you can do something about. That is one badass day. Because by the end of the day, you're like, Thanks. I rock that shit. Not like, oh boy, I'm not doing so good. <laughs> I, just, oh,
2: I try, I
1: but I can't stay positive. Sometimes I joke that, like, I don't know if I was maybe. People come to me. They, it's like they feel like they have to confess. They go, I try to stay positive. I, I do. I try to stay positive. Look, you're a positive person. It's just change up the approach. I think we're right. all positive by nature. There's a pattern of learning. You know, that's the way I guess I explain that. And and I never, 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 never give up. Always give life a chance. Nice. I mean you you have to take the actions and you got to but sometimes you just got to cry. Sometimes you just got to go for a run. right. Sometimes you, you know, change it up. There cuz sometimes I get asked, "Well, what's the best tool or what's the best approach?" Try them all till they work. Really, that's it. And that one. A library one. of resources. You know, build your support, I call it your dream team, the people around you. Make sure you're you're with your dream team people. And, and just keep, keep I don't know, because life It doesn't always throw you one thing at a time you know. And you don't get the warning Hey, Thursday It's all going to fall apart, just want to let you know So you can prepare, right. it doesn't do that Right, it's like oh, what's, not, what's happening right now it, it happens like that And so just pause, just like the movie I'm going to go back to the movie reference Hang on, i got to grab something I'm going to pause the movie Do that in life I'm going to hit my pause button for a minute. I'm going to take a breath. i got to center myself. Okay. What are my resources? What do I have going for me? What can I do something about? What do I need to hear right now? And you just go through, go through, go through, and you liberate your control. And, you know, because I wish I could promise that once you're aware of all these things that that things don't fall apart sometimes or it won't happen anymore. You won't get,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: that's, That's not true, right? I mean, life
2: happens. It happens
1: sometimes. And it's up to you and to always remind yourself that you got this. No matter what it is, you you got this. It might take you a couple steps, but you got this, and you can do it.
0: Oh, you bet. No, I don't want to forget to mention, I saw that you do a podcast for Sensitives. Now, is that something that's done weekly or monthly? I, I just couldn't put my finger on specifically how often you do that.
1: Um, it was weekly. We are, as okay. business goes, doing a little re um redirection and rebranding, uh, where I actually also want to start talking with other sensitives that are doing their thing, right? And they're in their sweet spot and um so there but there's quite a library on there of we all weekly topics, like every pretty much everything we've kind of touched on, being an empath and um, that it doesn't have to be hard. If you do struggle with a lot of emotions, loving your anxiety, um, just, you know, the the topics I hear regularly from other people and from clients, um, I love to take something that everyone's like, oh, you can't fix that, and go, oh, yes, you can. Like, yeah, you can turn that around, right? Just let's look at it different. Like if you look at a golfer who's up to the putt, the big putt, he doesn't just, like, walk up and dunk. You know, he, he gets down, right, takes the scan, he's getting a perspective on it, looking from every angle, he's assessing. You know, sure. there's a difference between moving forward intuitively and assessing and then moving right.
0: forward from your best in Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Yes. And I don't want to forget to mention this, of course. June 8th is coming up. That means champagne ladies are at Wine Maniacs. I'm like, oh, my God, does that sound exciting? I just heard champagne. I know, I you thing. were
2: like, wine, so yes. <laughs> I'm totally
0: like, my head just turned. Now, tell all the folks, if they live in Wisconsin, can they participate on June 8th, even if they're not a champagne lady? Tell them that because they're going to want to come and meet you.
1: Yes, absolutely. We are uh, meeting in Oconomowoc. So, you know, if you're not from Wisconsin, that sounds like a long name. But you know where that is if right. you're here.
2: And you can join us. We
1: are, it's, again, creating experiences to connect with amazing, positive people, have a great time. When you're having fun, you're refreshed, you're renewed, and we will be there on June 8th. Um, You can also find Champagne Ladies on, I have two meetups, Champagne Ladies on the meetup group and then also Social Sensitive. You talked about wine, bonfires. We got it all. We're doing it all. So absolutely. You
0: name it, we do it.
1: That's right. If it's fun, we're doing that. Yeah. It's just
0: That is is just so cute. Absolutely adorable. I love that. I mean, I do. I absolutely love that. Now, because, can you believe we've already done our hour already? Can you believe it just went that fast? Like, literally, I'm in awe. I am in, I'm in shock, and my poor other client is probably thinking she's on hold. She's waiting, and she's thinking, what is this woman? So there's three things that we usually do when we wrap up our show. First of all, I want to go through all the ways where folks can find you because, obviously, of course, and just so you know, once this show becomes archived at the end of the day, it takes about two hours or so. So I'll send you a copy of this, the Blog Talk Radio link. I'll send you a copy of it on YouTube because I upload all my shows to YouTube. So you can go back and have people listen to it any that they want. Um, So that's number one. Number two, I'm going to read off all these places. Let me know when I get finished if I've missed anything. Um, The lovely and and just full of love and life lady we've been talking to today. Her name is Nicole and the last name is Isler. It's I-S-L-E-R. And here are the ways to find her. Of course, her general website, which is NicoleIsler.com. She is on Facebook. She has a personal profile. She is on YouTube, LinkedIn, Google+, SoundCloud, on Twitter as at i n k 16 she's on instagram with her real name which is nicole isler eventually her married name wink wink hint hint um and of course if you go on facebook you'll also find she is the moderator of a group called the energy lounge as well so you can check that out is there any other place that i'm missing
1: goodness that is pretty much you can find me in all of those places i would love to connect um <laughs> uh, but really if you I found you know her. if you want to keep That conversation going, the Energy Lounge is a great place. And if it's more personal, um, you can find me. We'll have a, just like this. It's really, this is about real life and chatting, you know, getting to that
0: spot, right? And and if if someone, if somebody listens in today and they say to themselves, because I don't want to forget to mention this, if you could quickly just let people know, how do they know that they need you? Will they just know they need you? Or is there some sort of warning sign symbol or symptom that they should be looking for that, that signals them to call Nicole or get in touch with her?
1: For, well, so in, your intuition will keep tapping you and reminding you. And probably <laughs> there was something mm-hmm. that I said that rang like a bell for you, or you felt like, Oh my God, I think she's talking to me about me. I've had that. I get oh. that. You'll feel a connection. You'll feel like this is the best way to know if, if Reaching out to me is, right, you'll feel like you already know me. And hmm. when we talk, it'll seem like that, right? So that I let intuition guide us. And it's funny because we'll disconnect and we'll go about, but there will be things that will keep sort of, oh, when she said that, oh, when they talked about this, oh, and I really like that part. It'll keep coming back. And then we just have a chat. You know, if, I mean, I had a lady the other day. We chatted. I gave her some resources. It wasn't time for her to come work with me. I, I'm just here to shine some light on your path, but that's, that's pretty much it. You'll already feel like you know me.
0: That is absolutely amazing, as a matter of fact. And now, because we have spent so much time together, the normal end part of my show is usually I get to tell guests what I think of them. So here's what has to happen. I either have to see you in person or you have to come back <laughs> on my show for me to tell you what I think of you. And number two, we always have a surprise on the show. So before I leave you, I will give you your surprise um, and you can think it over. And then you can decide if you want to come back on the show or if you just want to see me. Oftentimes I bring people on my show purposely because there's always, there's I have come to embrace the fact that everyone comes to me for a reason. There's a reason that you were persistent and you tracked me down and you came on my show. There's a reason I had you on the show. Things always happen for a reason. And the one thing that I couldn't get out of my head, and I will tell you in person what I think of you, but the one thing that kept resonating to me over and over and over again is if there's one thing you take away from this meeting with this lovely Nicole, it's this. I want you to consider, the, consider it. Consider participating, being one of my cast members for my film. Um,
1: what did I just say? Like, <laughs> yes? Yes? You
0: may want to think about it. And Like I said, that's just no, the surprise factor. I'm you. like... Did she just say that? And I'm like, okay. And there's much more that we'll get into off of this phone conversation, but I just wanted to leave that with you because poor little Ritz Rain here is waiting on the line. I don't want to keep her holding. But I know. But I just wanted to throw that out there. That's your surprise. <laughs> that's your little, oh, my God, did she just say that? So you mull that over, and then I'll get a hold of you after my show at some point. We can chat about all that stuff and then figure out if you want to see me or come back on so you can find out what I think of you. Or just do the movie. Whichever I know that's here. a
1: tough Oh, but I want to see you, but I'd love to be, this was, this was so fun. Like your next guest. I
0: know, right?
1: She's so much fun. It's going to have, you're just going to have the best time. It's going to be amazing. I'm sure and she's I lovely. She's going the best Yes, time. well,
0: I've heard, I have heard all about her. And so I'm, I'm really super excited to get her on the line. So thank you so I'm much for being excited. so patient. I really appreciate it. <gasps> thank and you. And thank you for coming yes. on the show. And thank you to Mindy, of course, for orchestrating this. And I'll be in touch shortly, yes. like I said, just mull it over and I'll be, I'll be in touch okay. with you as soon as I can. All right. All right. Honey. Thank Virtual you. Thank Have a good you. day. You too. All right. Bye bye. All right, folks. So that's number one. Let's get right to Rutherina and I'm so sorry that she's had to wait. It's
2: okay. Hi,
0: pretty girl. Hello. Hello. I I am so sorry. I feel like I'm apologizing left, right, and sideways all day today. My first guest, oh my God, it took three arounds to get her on my show. I don't know what it is lately. Either nobody wants to see me on my show or the gods up in the blog talk radio world are like, you can't interview them. So, oh my God, here I am. I'm alive. You're alive. We're both here. I'm so excited. Thank you for waiting. I can't thank you enough. Oh, no.
4: No, you, you are in demand. You know, you are so in demand. So it's like, we're the one waiting for you because you're... you're you're so popular. You're so important. You know, it's just a, a good, a, I wouldn't go that far, know? my dear. But that's
0: very, very sweet of you. I, I, you?
4: I'm I have to start off by saying,
0: now I know you're a Las Vegas resident, and one of the first things I noticed when I looked at you was, is I'm like, you're perfectly suited for Vegas. You have a very shiny, very glamorous, very, very just sparkly. Appearance Has anyone ever told you like like a sparkle presence, almost like glittery in some ways? I don't know <laughs> if that resonates with you. Do you know what I mean? Like you have that really pretty, like you're on stage, and you've got these classy outfits that you're wearing, and you gravitate to all this attention. You know what I mean?
4: Thank you. That is nice of you to say.
0: Thank you. But it's true. I mean, I, I do. I think that you, is that done on purpose, meaning that when you first started performing, was it important to you that you had kind of a, Standout appearance, like you dressed differently or acted differently, or how did you figure that out?
4: Um. Well, actually, I am watching uh, Britney Spears, Jennifer Lopez, and I'm wondering how do they do it. Uh, and I observe, <laughs> and yeah, you know, like, this is what I want to do. You know, I have to, I have to learn how to do it. because um, it's just another job to learn. Like I am in sales and marketing, I didn't know how to do it before, but I watched mm-hmm. someone who And see how they do it, and so I thought, well, this is just you know the same thing, you know, I have to copy someone who's successful, who's done it, and you know, copy their success, I guess, and then make it my own. Ah, very nice. I got you,
0: and obviously, of course, that sounds like you've been inspired by females, clearly. Um, and I see that, and obviously you're a little bit younger than most of the the musicians and singers that come on my show. So, because you're younger, talk to me a little bit about. Um, do you think it's because you're younger that you attract um, a younger audience, or do you have all ages that seem to listen to your music? What is your crowd then like, like the, the following that you're building? Well,
2: um,
4: you know, I notice a lot of kids like me. A lot of kids like my music video. Um. why I say that, because when I show it to my coworkers, their kids love to meet with me. Like, when am I going to meet with her? You know, my, my nieces love me. So I'm sure. like, I think it's just for kids. You know, it's like, you know, when probably when Britney Spears was coming out, you know, a lot of kids like her. So I'm thinking, maybe because of my song, blah, 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 and because it's pink. Right. And it's got some balloons, you know.
0: Probably that's why it's you attractive to kids. Something like that. Yeah. Exactly. The kids kind of gravitated as far as that goes. And because you're a little bit yeah. younger, do you find that it's easier for you to start molding out your own final product? By that I mean... When people first start singing or recording music and doing videos, everybody has their own style and their own sense of who they are and what they want to get out there. So is it more important for you, um, would you be wanting, because I know, first of all, you play music as well as compose music as well as orchestrate and co-produce your music videos. So out of all those things that you do, what's most important to you? What do you want to be known for out of all those things, the primary
4: thing? Um, I want to be known for... Someone who, who who produces good music, mm, okay. who produces inspirational music. I think you're right. Like I'm doing a lot of things, but the only reason why I do that because I feel like it's demand. It's what's demanding right now. Because I don't, right. I have, you know, I don't have anyone who would, you know, invest their money, you know, to pay for this and to pay for that. You know, yeah, I am the sure. no one paying for this and paying for that, so might as well do this and do that to save money. So I ended up doing everything. <laughs> I mean, if you're going <laughs> like to ask like
0: Huh? That is a smart person. Actually, in some ways, would you act Now, if somebody was listening in today, because oftentimes people that listen to my show are musicians or performers, would you advise doing everything yourself? Is there an advantage to kind of being your own boss and and handling everything? Would you say that that's more of an advantage, or would you just say it can be very tedious and very tiring at times?
4: Um, it it really depends. It, it is there is an advantage being your own boss, but um, I just like to perform, and it pushes me to be my own boss so that I can reach my sure. dreams. Because I won't be able ah, to reach my dreams. Nice. Yeah, if if I'm just gonna depend on performing here and there, a lot of you know, events don't really pay much or don't really pay at all. You know, so sure. if you have your no own, own identity, you reach to the top, then they have to pay you because, you know, you're Life. in a different level now. Of
2: and, course. Um, well, so that makes perfect sense. There is an
4: advantage, but I, I advise, though, if you can find uh, someone to invest on you, you know, you keep now that person – because I want – I actually want to – just focus in performing so i could you know i could be above average even or, or even better my my performance my singing my dancing because i really want to focus in that but right now i couldn't because i'm doing everything like i'm doing the marketing i am right. um looking for investors well right now that's what i'm doing i wasn't doing that but now that's what i'm looking looking for gotcha you know so I that's going to take a lot of time calling oh my you know, god calling, yeah yeah, doing the presentations, you know, and you have to come up with a strategy. You know, all these things take time, you know. But but, but later on, after I do all that, then I can now focus with my, my craft.
0: You betcha. And, of course, to those of you that are listening in that have never heard of her, you had a very young start, meaning that when you were super young, you would start out in your church choir, which is not unheard of, actually. Some of the best musicians and performers have come from church choirs. And, obviously, of course, the music that... Would you would you say that there's any form of soul or gospel or any kind of um, just biblical sound, if you will, within the course of your music to kind of splice some of that inspiration within your music? Because church choir music and what you're doing right now is just a tad bit different, I would say. Yes, correct.
4: Um, my ballad, um, I feel like it's leaning towards that, but I try not okay. to because... I like the Whitney's, and, but I I noticed there is an influence, you know, the, the choir, the choir, the choir kind of era feel. I don't know how you
2: say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
4: I understand what you're saying. I get where you're going to as far as that goes.
0: Kind of like being in the, because sometimes people go to, they compare it to like a Baptist church, and then sometimes, you know, church choir has is, is many different connotations to it, actually. What sort of, when you were in the church choir, what sort of, was it just inspirational hymnals, meaning the, the typical stuff you hear in church, or did it have more of a R and b sort of gospel sound to it?
4: Uh, both, because... I grew up in a Baptist church, and then I became a Pentecostal church. I went to Pentecostal church, and then, um, like, back and forth. So I guess I have contemporary slash R&B slash choir (laughs)
2: that's a lot that's
4: a whole lot of slashes there wow okay so it's a
0: it is a it's a lovely blend really is what you'd put together something like that and and sometimes when you listen to that sort of music it can move people period and I was wondering if that's one of your hopes is that eventually you're going to get your audience to be moved in whatever way whether it's to dance whether it's to sing whether it's to just feel something I guess that's the sense I get from you
2: yes
4: and on my own though like um my my private life, I sing a lot of uh, Christian songs because or worship songs because that gives me peace. And I feel like if uh-huh. I'm going to continue to listen to a lot of uh, junk music out there, it, I don't know it does it doesn't feel right, you know. So at the at the end of the day, sure. I'm still looking for this for this water, you know, for this and that's water. I'm talking about, you know, worshiping God. I feel like that waters my soul. So at the end of the day, I still, I have to sing. I have to do this worship. I feel like it's in my blood, you know, to sing uh, gospel music. I
0: very, know. very nice. It's,
4: it's, I like it's, that. It's the
0: Well, and I noticed, and and this I like to touch on, because luckily for me, I have all shapes, sizes, breeds, you name it, they come on my show. So it's all different ethnicity and cultural diversity. So, of course, you're Asian American, to those that may not know. So I'm not really versed in terms of Asian American culture as far as to how it differs from us. And more importantly, is the music differently? And what is musical culture like there versus here in the United States?
4: Um. In the Philippines, it's, it's our songs. They are more romantic, more kind of like Italian, Spanish. We're kind of uh-huh. similar to what to their culture. It's more okay. about being obsessed about love, about
2: <laughs> about someone. Mm-hmm.
4: You know, here in the United States, I think it's more rap. It's more about you know, I don't know. It's about everything but in 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 the philippines it's it's about mostly it's about love
0: oh see we should take a lesson from that and i tell you sometimes things get away from that in fact and i kind of admire that culture more so than ours just because their focus is on the right thing you know what i mean in america sometimes we kind of stray off of things um do you get a chance to get back home and visit often or are you planted do you think i mean i was curious why you picked Nevada, not Los Angeles, because typically I'm told okay. singer songwriters usually flock to LA. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, it doesn't have any work there. You know? I have now because my aunt moved there, but I've been here ah. for 16 years in Las Vegas. My dad used to live here. That's why I'm here when I was young. But he, Oh, he okay. It. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I can okay, go to Los Angeles, but I just don't know how to to do it, but if I get a chance, yeah, I would move there because I feel like there's a lot more opportunity there.
0: Oh yeah, that's like the land of literal literal music everywhere, left, right and sideways. It's either film or music there. So that's and I was just there not so long ago. LA's not bad. LA is almost a little bit better than Las Vegas. We'll see. I might head back to Las Vegas. But because of the fact that obviously to those of you that have been to Vegas, we all know that it's full of hotels and music venues and, and places for you to be yeah. able to play. Does that mean that um is there a better opportunities for you to get bigger in the spotlight because you have so many different venues to choose from there? Or is it more centralized talent that tends to get all the bookings and such? I'm not quite sure how they work that there in Vegas.
4: Well, here in Vegas, uh, what you will see on the casinos are are, are mostly already grounded. Like you have to be someone with ah. or still in the online in order for you to get residents to these casinos. Other than that, if you're a nobody, starting to, you know, just getting started, you can't get any bookings because who are you? you, know, you got to start gotcha. somewhere, maybe in L.A., maybe in New York. you got to start somewhere and then be in, in Las Vegas to have residency because they will not take you unless you have some followings. Ah, these okay, are the gotcha. so now it makes yeah, sense. So these are the people to buy, to buy the tickets. These are the people, you know, that will support you. If you don't have anybody, then... You've got to start from the scratch somewhere else, not in Vegas. But it's still good, you know, I live here. I've gotta make the most of it. That's why I'm, I'm making my own music because nobody else there's no record label here. I mean if there is, it's it's independent right. record label. Right. You know?
0: Well, yeah.
4: So yeah. You kind of
0: have to build so, your own build your own following, build your own fan base, build build your own future endeavors in terms of where you're gonna end up and the music and where it's going to go and who's going to see it. And in some ways that's great because we talk a lot about creative control. And sometimes if you have, uh, you know, too many people managing you, you kind of lose that whole ability to be able to manage yourself. And sometimes that means right. giving up control of things, you know, and, and you're younger. So you have a while to go here. Um, Plus, mm-hmm. you do tons of things. Like, for instance, let's talk about the musical performance for a second. Because I know in terms of instrumentation, I've been told you can play the piano and the guitar. You can play the ukulele, which I find so hugely impressive. And something I can't <laughs> even pronounce called a ban- bandaria Is that what they call it? Ben-
4: yes, Banduria.
0: Okay, so you bandura. have to tell me what Sorry. that is because I don't even know what that is.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Banduria is a Filipino string guitar. And it's got 14 strings. Okay. I started learning that when I was probably, when I was uh, in third grade. So how old is that? Hold on. Uh, third grade oh. is, I think I was 10, 9, 8. I think I was 8 years old. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So when I started playing that. But then um, I went to Libya. I went to Italy. At one point when I was, um, I was already in teens. um, my my brother broke my banduria and from then on I don't have a banduria. <laughs> I, wow you know, I'm thinking about, you know, getting one but you, I have to ship it from the Philippines. It's like mandolin. It's like mandolin actually. Gotcha. But, and and of but, course but, I but, I would have met I'm curious
0: about is it harder? Or does it make your life, meaning when you're playing something like those particular last two ones like we talked about, like the ukulele, for instance, I can only imagine that it must be twice as much work. Or is it easier because it's a smaller instrument, which takes less time and tutelage?
4: Yeah. Well, I think once you learn how to how to, how to play one instrument, you pretty much mm-hmm. know how to play all the instruments because you just have to know where the chords are. You know, gotcha. once you learn how okay. to play, yeah, like let's say you know how to play piano. Um, it, it's all about notes and chords. So if you if you uh, hold a guitar, you just have to learn, okay, where's A, where's C, D, you know, A, B, C, D. Once you learn all that, then you can just pretty much play the guitar. So I play guitar. I play ukulele. I play the trumpet. Oh, no, not trumpet. What do you call it? Flute. Sorry, it's not a trumpet. Flute. I play yeah, I gotcha. whatever. Yeah, whatever instrument you give me, tell me where the notes are, I can play it.
0: Nice. And that is a great skill to have, as a matter of fact, and to sharpen and strengthen, because clearly then not only can you perform, but then you can also play if necessary. So you really are a multitasker, which is awesome. And all being so young, by the way, have you seen her? She's breathtaking for her age, by the way. I feel very old talking to you right now, but that's not a bad thing. Um, So it's one of those things I'm like, oh, my God, I actually can play. And, in fact, I knew that you had performed in Italy at one point. And so when I had been looking at you and watching videos and and researching you, one of the things that came to mind was, and you might have done this already, have you ever considered doing a duet where you or he, the person who's your counterpart, would be singing operatic-type music? Because you look like you have that ability to be able to perform that genre.
4: Yes. I could, but um, I just probably do not like to sing opera. It's not my ah. my genre. I don't okay. enjoy. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't enjoy listening okay. to to that. But um, to Whitney and Celine Dion, it's not opera, but it's more soul. Not all travel. Okay.
2: Not, but... Like no,
4: I see what you're saying. Yeah, because I saw that. I looked at you
0: and I was like, you know what? Maybe this would work for her. But it's not for everybody, obviously. So I totally get it. And the fact that you've even been to Italy, I'm so jealous. I've been waiting 48 years to get there, and I'm like, that has to be the oh most beautiful god. place in the country,
4: it is. anywhere. Walking yeah, in a oh. museum, you feel like you're inside a museum the whole time. <laughs> oh my it's god, like, how that.
0: lovely. <laughs> That is so amazing. That is well, you know, you live in Vegas, so all you have to do is go to the Venetian or Bellagio. I'm sure you'll get that feeling <laughs> again because that's how I feel when I'm there. I'm like, oh my god, I should go back to Italy because I'm there, right? I mean, it's one of those things.
2: Right. Um, yeah.
4: Yeah, it's you're amazing. yes, right. you When I first came here, when I when I first saw Venetian, I'm like, oh my gosh, it reminded me of my teen years. It reminded me when right. I was, you know.
0: It's like a step back it's into exactly history there, where you're like, oh, I'm going back to them. So there you go, folks. That's a cheap route. Just go to Vegas, go to the Venetian. It'll be right like you were in Italy. It'll be all good. It won't even cost you anything to just walk past and suck in all that, <laughs> all of that amazing architecture. Um, and now let's talk dance dance. Chemo, uh, yeah, you can tell I've talked too long when I don't make sense. Dance choreography. So I find this interesting because I see videos choreographed all the time. I've, I've spoken to and interviewed people who do this sort of thing. So for you, in terms of teaching someone dance choreography, I always like to find out the skimmy in terms of, okay, what's the, what's the most simplistic thing that you can teach another person of any age as far as is dance when it comes to being in a video or something else? And then what's the hardest part? Like if you come across somebody who has really very little ability to be able to professionally dance like that. How do you choreograph them or how do you set them up to be able to still perform even though they may be underconfident or they lack the skills or the talent? Can anybody basically be taught to do something like that?
4: Uh, Yes. Actually, you have have like three questions already. I
2: don't know where to start.
4: (laughs) Well, let's start at the basic,
0: which is dance choreography. So let's say that you're doing a music video. And then you're going to teach someone how to participate within that dance sequence, let's say. What do, what do you find is the easiest or the most difficult thing to be able to teach someone to get good at performing in the course of, let's say, a music video? Uh,
4: repetition. You know, I, you know, it doesn't matter how smart the person is or how – how stupid the person Mm -hmm. is. There's really nobody stupid, but, you know, or how slow the person is. You know, when when you repeat things over and over again, then they finally get it. No matter how good the person is, if they don't practice and repeat the steps, then they still don't get it. So I think it's Mm -hmm. the hard work that you really need to put on, you know, in order to have a good show. You know, it's not about how beautiful the person is, how you know how good the person is if there is no hard work you know because sometimes i'm like surprised cuz i have i have uh, four dancers you know and one of them is really good but then you know so i was expecting good out of the person but then when when the performance comes i notice the person makes mistakes and i'm like wow i was expecting even better you know but you know but sure. it's the time that they have to put in you know and and i am not really the best when it comes to dancing i'm not a dancer i'm a singer I mean, yes, I am a dancer too, but I think dance, singing is my forte. However, gotcha. I practice every day. I practice in the morning before going to work, and then practice mm-hmm. after work, and and do it again in the morning. You know, I put hard work in it, and I, you know, but I'm not even the best. You know, I'm not as best as my dancers are. However, during the performance day, it looks like as if it's my. Um, it's my forte, you know, because I practice every day. I, I It's a re- sure. it's the repetition. Yeah. It's gotcha. what matters. And
0: uh, now you just mentioned, of course, that when you're on stage, you've got four uh, dancers that are with you, of course. Now, do you find that that's a comfortable level for you, or would you envision that you want to have an entire stage full of dancers with you? Because I could have pictured that myself.
4: Right. Right now, four is good for me because um, I don't know – who am I going to be invited? Uh, what event am I going to be invited to? Sometimes their sure. stages are going to be too small. I think four is good enough for now. Until I have my residency, then I can get more dancers. Four is really good. Nice. Like they're so, it's manageable. It's you know you don't have to say hey where is this and where is that. Like they're they're good. Four is good for now.
0: You betcha. And
4: I've seen you perform too. So folks, I can attest to this as you watch her.
0: I think sometimes too, oftentimes if you have a very large stage production and, and you know, you're know you starting out versus somebody like a J-Lo who's been doing that for years and who has put her whole stage presence and her whole show together, it's a little different. It can be a little overwhelming. And sometimes it might even take the focus away from the primary person, which is, you know, you're the one saying, right. you're the one that's performing right there. So in a way, it's kind of a good and a bad and, on both sides of the fence. Now, as far as co-producing your music videos, so for you, whenever you do a music video, is there one top priority for you, meaning let's make sure that the music is great and the, and the video that goes along with it is just as sharp and has just as much of a message, so it's important that they parallel each other? Um, what
4: do you mean, like, important in music video? Right, meaning when you're doing your
0: music video, I assume, like, let's say, for instance, let's, let's talk about blah, 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 because that's obviously the most recent one. So when you're putting together a music video in general, okay. as a whole, when you're looking for people, what sort of people do you put in a music video, and is it important that they understand the song as much as you do? If they really believe in it, if they encourage and advocate the meaning, if there's a meaning or a message behind it, what matters to you in, in terms of putting people in a music video to work with you?
2: Oh,
4: okay. Um, Well, at the time, I really didn't think about it, what was important. I was just hiring girls that could dance and who's
2: got the look. Gotcha. Sure.
4: (laughs) and
0: and I get it that every song is different. Like, if you're going to do a different song, it's obviously going to be different as far as that goes. But I've heard other musicians tell me like when we have somebody come to the set that we obviously want to make sure that they get the meaning of the song like if you wrote a song that was inspirational or had meaning or or some kind of a message to it it was important to them that hey they get me so they understand me as a musician so sometimes people only hire their friends or somebody that they're close to no
4: no yeah i do that for my music when i first when i when i first when i'm first writing my music um i tell my co-writers where my heart is coming from, you know, this yeah, I okay. give my lyrics. So that when she uh, works together, coming from, she doesn't take away, you know, some of the words that I want. Although if she does, I put it back on. You know, kind of like... I, I do that with video. Video, just as long as you can dance, you look pretty, you know. Right. The mess, Yeah, there is really... I don't think it's a blah blah music video. You know, maybe it depends on on um, which mm-hmm. song we're talking about. But with this blah blah blah, you know, putting the music, the the video together, it won't. It, it doesn't really matter. But the music matters to me. It's more the lyrics and and the rhythm and you know I want that to be perfect. Not as much as the music sure. video. Music video, I'm not You're as happy up. on that one because. My makeup wasn't right. You know, it's it's okay. I think it's not bad, the whole thing. No, it's
0: not bad. In fact, you won't hear me complain because I've seen it and I've heard it and I've seen it and I've heard it and I've done all that, so you can't really complain too much. Um, (laughs) I I have a question about, because I know you also write your own music. So because you're a bit younger than some of the, the veterans that are out there, I would ascertain or I would assume, does it take you a significant Significantly long time to produce Content on paper meaning is there An average amount of time it takes you to write An average song
4: um, Not exactly depending on which Song we're talking about sometimes I write The song in one day and then I give it to okay. my uh, And then uh, it depends Some of the song I just write it on my own But, but a lot of my songs I, I, I have a co-writer To help me with the melody And you know okay. I tell her do not change my, my writing, but just help me with the melody, you know, but that's still a co-writer. You still call her a co-writer, even if she
2: really
4: has the melody. And um, that sometimes only takes us one day for me to write it, and then one day for her to co-write it, including the melody. So sometimes it only takes two days. Sure. But sometimes it takes oh. me a month, you know, to, to oh, wow. write a song. With, well, not the whole month, 24 hours times 30, but it's more maybe sure. like, I a mean, just lacking one day maybe sometimes you only spend two hours maybe yeah it just depends but sometimes it can take a month sometimes it can take two days or one day
0: oh it just depends gotcha i got it now um would you say that you spend the majority of your time performing versus writing material or would you say it's more half and half you mean would
4: i rather spend my time on
0: No, meaning in terms of your real life, if we followed you around for a day, would you say that most of your time is really devoted to preparing and then actually performing? Or would you say that a good bulk of your time goes more so into preparing and creating material like songwriting?
4: Uh, For now, it was on the creating and writing because um, I've been in the industry now for two years. So I started 2016. I started writing 2016 uh, to 2017. 2017 is when I... Uh, when I launched my 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 what do you call it my album, so it took me a year to write all these ten songs, and then 2018, okay. this is my time to market to perform to market get interviews, sure. you know, yeah. So I would say I've been spending time one year to 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 create it, and then now it's now is the time I, I'm not creating anymore. So now I'm not even spending time into creating music, just uh, performing. And appearances, gotcha. I guess.
0: And of course, it makes perfect sense that she makes appearances because, again, I reiterate it: you are quite a lovely and captivating-looking woman. I noticed that one of the titles you used to have is you used to be a TV, uh, actually, TV host slash producer. And so, I want to talk about that a little bit. Tell us a bit about: um, Did you enjoy being a TV host? Because sometimes people get very nervous about being in front of the camera, etc. And is that something that you still have time
4: to do? Um I don't I don't have the time to do. I enjoy but at the same time it's not my forte like I, I my ah. forte is performing like singing and dancing I don't really like well not that I do. I mean I would do it for exposure but I won't do it sure. for 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 something I would like to do and make a career out of it make money out of it it's not what I envision myself I envision myself more on singing and dancing. I believe in, gotcha. um, focus, in focus. I believe in in um, honing my craft, like focusing on singing, dancing, you know, rather than doing everything else. And at the end of the day, I don't have the time. I'm too tired to perform.
2: Sure. You know what
4: I mean? Yeah. So sure. I believe in focus. I understand. Yeah, but, but the, the TV posting, I, I've done it, you know, because I thought it would give me exposure. But in Vegas, there is really... I feel like there's not, you can't really, you can't go far, you know, doing TV hosts. Right. I mean, maybe it depends. Maybe it depends on what channel, but everybody else is watching cables and, you know, all over the nation, not just local. So, so I was doing it for exposure, but if you can't get, get me an exposure, then I'll just move forward. <laughs> oh, sure.
0: That, no, no, no. That makes perfect sense. I understand what you mean as far as that goes. Now, since we've been talking about it, we really should actually play the song because I do have your latest song that we're going to play. So to those that are listening in, tell them a bit about the song, Blah, 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 where it came from, um, and then I'll go ahead and play it so everybody can hear it.
4: Yes. Um, blah, Blah, Blah is about, um, about a hater. Just want to hate on you Uh, Well actually It's actually coming from Used to be a friend Who Who is Claiming to be a friend But at the end um, She started seeing Your success um, Wanting everyone To hate on you So she spread gossips About Something that I didn't say Or didn't do You know And I wanted her To confront me So I wrote her a letter What's going on But she just Keep ignoring me And Keep uh, spreading rumor, rumors, and because she wants people to hate on me because she didn't want me to succeed, and telling the producers, oh, you know, you know a lot of people hate her, don't do business with her, when she's the only one who hates me. And, you know, like, basically she doesn't want to see me succeed. You know, but then, ah. you know, but then it's the unforgiveness. If we hate on people, it's, it, it, it's going to come back on us. Like meaning unforgiveness is like drinking a poison but you wish she dies. You know, so I wanna I gotcha. wanna teach people how to forgive because because you're actually poisoning yourself if you don't forgive people that hurt you. You know? So sure. just leave it alone. Just just you know, just what do you call it? Um unforgiveness like drinking a poison. So I would rather let it go, let them be a mystery. Gotcha. That's Good deal. Is- All right.
0: We'll give you a three-minute break here, and let's listen to her new song. I'm so excited to have everybody hear this. Here we go.
2: You talk a good game, but I had not way. You talk of cheap, honey, don't say it, be a bad. You got me curious, but about me. Come on and tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. You got a love with me, my face. your attention, and you know it, so keep on talking, keep on talking, <laughs> go ahead and talk about me, talk it loud, if it makes you feel You'll be wishing love and you'll be thinking, but evil don't prevail. Only karma, only you. You gotta lie with me, my favorite be patient, cause everybody knows the stage is patient. Shake a flip that I got your attention, and you know it. So keep on talking. <laughs> Go ahead and talk about
0: that song and i just said to uh, rachel and i said to a couple other people i'm like it's fun for one i mean it's just fun the sound is kind of like some of the older days for those of us that are older it's just a fun song i'm like it's great and it does it it works it works very well for you you sound fabulous it's enjoyable and entertaining even though it's i mean it's three minutes long but i mean it's perfect you know what i mean well you ought to know it's your song obviously
2: and i went and (laughs) checked on
0: your website so for those that may not know this, not only does she sell her music, but she also has T shirts and posters, CDs, obviously. Um I love the fact that she says stalk me. I thought that was so cool. She's like stalk me. She's got this <laughs> section right there, which I thought is so funny. I'm like, oh my God, how cool is that? Um so my only You're other right question before? to you is
4: I said you are so cool. Like you, Thank you. actually <laughs> your research. Like this is a pleasant interview like you actually know me Aww, and we have this thank you t- that's well that is yeah. my
0: job of course and you know yes, you do. They're, they're, I try to do my job very well so at this way when people listen to you they actually want to go out and they want to see you and they want to spend time invested in you and learn more about you that's important obviously And and that actually leads right to my last question, which is: Now, if people are listening today and they want to get an opportunity to come and watch you perform live, do you have something coming up in the near future—a public appearance, um, an actual gig, something that's going out where people can see you perform?
4: Um, Performance-wise, I have a a TV interview. It's going to be—I don't—it's going to be in August. I'm going to be there in LA. I'm going to perform. Okay. I'm going to sing but I'm thinking about if I should bring my dancers to L.A. to perform or just okay. sing a cappella or with an instrument. Um, I forgot gotcha. what TV channel it yeah, is, but I'm going to have um, some radio interviews. You know, that's it for now. I don't have, like, a big live performance okay. yet, but it's coming. I, got um, I have okay. one at the footy in October, but I don't have the exact date yet. <laughs>
0: Okay, and I'm assuming, of (laughs) course, obviously, because I'm going to read off all the places to find you. And, folks, I'm sure when she's got everything solidified, if you check out the website, you'll be able to see all the different places where she can go or you can go, I should say, to go ahead and visit her. Um, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read off all the various places where anybody listening can find you or your music. When I get done, just let me know if I've forgotten anything, okay? Um, Okay, well, I also did my my
4: research on you. I also did my research on you, and oh, my gosh, you you have interviewed a lot of celebrities. (laughs) Thank Uh, you. you. Yeah, producer of movies. I was like, movie producers. Oh, my gosh, that is so awesome. And you did your Uh, interview. It's
0: it's exciting. I mean, it's fun to work in film, but make no mistake, it's scary, because I know you had mentioned you wanting to get into film. It's really scary. I mean, you're kind of... I wrote a s you know, you write a screenplay because I write like you write. Only I wrote a film, and so then you you hand it over and trust it to all these some are strangers. I've never really gotten to know them, and you cast all these people and you trust them with their music and you trust them with their acting that they're gonna bring this beautiful story that you wrote to life but it's scary. I mean, it's really super scary. Um, I love what I do, but I'm petrified. So I hope they don't (laughs) screw it up. I'm super excited. I might be coming to um, actually, and don't be surprised because as you just heard from the last interview, we're at that point where I always surprise my guests with something. So um, I'm working right now on building a film festival in Las Vegas. So if by some chance I get this this solidified this year that would be this year by the way so if I come there and I do my film festival I'll be looking for somebody to do live music I'm sure so I have one person already oh so make no mistake I would be asking yes. you to yes. perform um, oh but the caveat yeah. is my festival is going to be at a drive in so it would actually be an outdoor venue where movies are actually showing on a big screen outside so you'd have to perform actually oh. outside but if you could do that I would love that that would be awesome
4: Oh, yeah, I can perform outside. and That's what I did at the Footy Fest. We performed outside right. with a lot of people. Yes, that's what um, I
0: thought. So I'm like, she'd be perfect for that. So we're that's literally in and, the works as we speak. I was literally working on that today,
4: literally. And, and, and the good thing is this. I'm not just going to sing, you know, da-da-da like any other singer, but I bring dancers with me. It's a show itself. We have props. Right. We have your fans and now we're going to have umbrellas you know we have props it's, it's going to be a show you know it's not just that is so oh, exciting yes
0: that is that's super I exciting i'm like i'm completely on board for that that's amazing and you're so young and so cute and she can do it i'm like awesome <laughs> and how cool is that you actually you somebody actually researched me it doesn't happen very often usually i have guests on they don't know anything about me so i'm like how cool is that that somebody actually knows something about little old me now I feel special.
4: Oh, thank,
2: thank you. No. That's
0: very sweet. No,
4: thank very you. You're also oh, in a film. this channel You know, I love to act, too. So if you're looking for an actress, you know, ah. I love it. I just want to see you. I guess we, we yes. will
1: just,
0: you know what will have to happen is I'll have to take a look and we'll see what, what you've done in the past. And, and, of course, obviously we'll talk about this once we're off the air and see if we can't put something together where you and I can work and align with one another. I think that would be terrific. Yeah. And it would be a great opportunity and a good learning experience for all parties involved, as a matter of fact, without a doubt, um, definitely. And just in case I forget to tell you this, so when this show is over with, You'll get a copy of it, the Blog Talk Radio, which is the format we're on right now. And I know you have a YouTube channel, so I'll send you a link over. So you'll, it'll be on my YouTube channel. You can put it on yours if you'd like as well, certainly. Okay. And know that I do, I do get out to Vegas. So if I get out to Vegas before I ask you to perform at my event or venue, then, of course, I'll certainly come to you as well. Now, to the oh, audience, if you, if you want to hear her music, the following places. We have Reverb Nation, iTunes, Google+. Plus. Spotify, Amazon, Pandora, YouTube, uh, on the website of course, and it's Ruth. Okay, I'll spell it. It's Ruthereen, which is R-U-T-H-E-R-I-N-E dot com. That's a physical website to find her base. She's also on Facebook with the same name. She has a personal and a professional page. And um, her Instagram is Official, so you can find her there. And if you want to follow her on Twitter, I notice that you have your at and then Rutharine and then an underscore, which is just that that flat line underneath there. Um, And those are all the various places to find her and her music, of course. But clearly, just go to the website. Look for her events. Look for her future stuff. I cannot thank you enough for being so patient and being such a good guest. I really appreciate you taking time just to come and talk to me. That's so sweet of you. Oh,
4: no. Thank you. Thank you so much for this interview. Oh, I'm really, without it a doubt, absolutely. Narration. Especially that you're it's busy in. and you're in, and, you know, I I really <laughs> appreciate for taking even five minutes. I mean, thank you so much. You're going to be oh my gosh. Uh, producing or organizing a film festival. Come on, that's a big deal, right. you know. You're going to be it busy. Is. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, and I try to
0: not get ever too busy and never too busy enough to take time to talk to people this Pa- this thank platform, you. this format right here, is one of my biggest, most important things. So, thank you for sharing this. And I will be in touch. Well, I'll get in contact with you. I'll keep you posted on the Las Vegas event so that you know and in the loop, of course. And certainly, uh, anytime you want to come back on the show and promote something, know that you're welcome.
4: Thank you so much, Cindy. Anytime, my dear. You
0: have a great day. Good luck to you. I'll be in touch. Take care. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Well, look at that, folks. We managed to squeeze them both in. I don't want to forget to mention, I would not have a Ruth Ann on my show or a lot of other great clients if it wasn't for that lovely young lady. And we all know who I'm talking about, right? Rachel Daris, racheldarispr.com. Why should you hire her? Well, why wouldn't you hire her? Have you met her? She's phenomenal. She's perfect. She's pretty. And most of all, She's really good at what she does. Make no mistake that I am only as good as the people that are around me. And obviously, if it wasn't for Rachel and her slew of guests, including another one coming on later this week, um, I really would still be sitting seven years back and saying, what am I going to do with this show? So it it does really take a village, folks. So please go ahead and check her out. It's Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L-D-A-R-E-S-P-R. So go ahead, RachelDaresPR.com. So go ahead and check her out. And again, one more time, you are listening today to Ruthereen. It's com is the website. She's on YouTube, Reverb Nation, iTunes, Google+, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora. Her Instagram is Ruthereen Official. Her Facebook, uh, again, the name Ruthereen, as well as a professional page. And, of course, obviously, Twitter, at Ruthereen and underscore. And one more time, we do not forget about the beautiful and amazing Nicole Isler. Again, thanks so much, Mindy. Thank you, thank you, thank you for setting us up. I can't, I can't tell you how much I enjoy female people on my show. NicoleIsler.com is her website, and again, she can be found on YouTube, LinkedIn, Google Plus, SoundCloud. Her Twitter is at i m t i n k sixteen. Her Facebook, she has a personal page with the same name, and her Instagram, of course, is Nicole Isler. And again, to Nicole, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks again to Rutherine for being on the show. Thanks so much to my listening audience because you actually stuck it out for two hours. You guys are pretty badass, I have to say. Don't forget, I'm off the air tomorrow. And, of course, check for my details for my show on Thursday at 1130 a.m. Central Time. I'm going to go out and enjoy my boys playing their first baseball team. Again, thanks so very much to all of you concerned folks um, for uh, watching the updates. keep you posted in terms of my health, what's going on with that. Um, And I'll uh, talk to you guys on Thursday. You guys take care.